0: Produced by GauntletCreative.com
1: Hello everybody, thanks for checking out the Direct Input podcast. Today is Thursday, January 19th, in the lovely year of 2017. Happy Trunk
0: Inauguration, Brian. Oh, Jesus. Happy Trunk, we- come on. What, it took us uh, 10 seconds to get into politics? It's not even politics, I'm just being with you just, you're being American, you're I'm being a good dude. Proud to be an American. <laughs> well, that's tomorrow, right? Yeah, because Toby
1: if- Keith is pre-gaming right now on cnn
0: you know you see the the video in your feed whether you follow trump or not uh you see it and he's promoting he's like if you want to get tickets to the inauguration it's january 19th at four o'clock if you watch the video not only he got the date wrong and he got the time wrong advertising his own inauguration so should
1: have hired vince mcmahon to sell the gig jesus more people would have been there wwf's gonna sell more fucking fucking tickets in this trunk inauguration probably you, you know fucking i bet they'd sell more tickets at the fleet center than the fucking inauguration
2: I'm
0: gonna be handing those tickets out like uh, Slayer they're and king diamond last year out.
2: those are gonna be sold people are gonna want to be there because they're gonna want to be there right at the beginning and watch how this shit unfolds because it's all wild shit's gonna be wild for like eight years
1: you're a fucking wild guy we're joining here tonight by fucking tom sly known you for like fucking like 13 years or some
2: shit jesus yeah yeah i remember the day i met you uh well, I don't. The day I met you, we were playing a uh, sick as sin fest up in um, uh, what, what was it Lowell, Mass. And uh, you know, both the two of our bands that played. I think you were in t- uh, not Terratism at the time. Um, I was but, never in Terratism. Um It was Ascendancy, right, 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 right. And uh, we were both of our bands were playing. And uh, I was trying to give you a CD. You're like, oh yeah, I already got one. <laughs> And it's a uh, job. It, I was like, what? He said, yeah, I already <laughs> got one. You know, I had one of those things with the choppy marker written all over it. I was like, choppy marker? what, what a choppy marker he's like yeah choppy marker and he made like a uh, like he was writing on his hand with a pencil he was trying to say like sharpie marker it's but, a sharpie but marker. It's, a sh- it's a choppy marker but i think he must said it to me three or four times that i just couldn't it was, i was like those aren't words well you're from michigan what the <laughs> fuck do you know about anything god uh, we know how to pronounce our r's i'll tell you that it's because you guys are canadian yeah we we know we know about ours we know about ours we don't say ah <laughs> it's a barbarian thing to do.
1: Wait, what do you mean? I'm so, some sort of hun all of a sudden now after all this yeah. time? I've just been a giant hun? <laughs> well, yeah, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck did you end up out here, though? I mean, you. what part of Michigan are you from? It's not like the interior, is it? Uh,
2: I'm on, on the Thumb, so about an hour north of Detroit. Uh, there's two bridges that cross over. There's a Windsor Bridge, which goes into Detroit, and then above it, there's the uh, uh, Blue Water Bridge, and my house was right at the Blue Water Bridge. But, to answer your question, my parents got divorced, and my father had a job out here, and my mother stayed out there. So uh, we spent every, really, quarterly going back and forth between my mother and my father. So eventually, uh, it came time for me to choose a place, and I ended up um, being really, oh I had to go to Catholic school out here. So... Um, I've been back and forth for most of my life. Catholic? No.
1: No. I mean, but you were raised Catholic? But I was raised Catholic, yeah. Is this like your parents are like just trying to get you in the best school possible sort of thing? Yeah, they
2: just didn't want me going. I was in Woonsocket, so they didn't want me going to Woonsocket middle school. Woonsocket, Rhode Island. So. Look it up, folks.
1: Would you, I mean, how would you describe Woonsocket to the average Joe? <laughs> the average um, if you're
2: guy. from Providence, I would say it's onlyville on a small scale, but if you're from anywhere else it's just it's a it's a really strange new england town where you have to go south to go north and it just the whole thing is it's like stephen king invented it and then a storm crept up on it 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 was it's it's a bizarre place
1: yeah i lived next to it for um, oxbridge for a few years but you know they have their own special fucking language down there like the fucking side by
2: each packing. Yep. And Next time you go through my yard, you go around. <laughs> That's my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> if I get, dude, if I get, but it's like
1: it's like literally on the mass border. It's one. It's like probably. I yeah, mean, it's
2: right, right the borders with uh, Blackstone.
1: Blackstone, fucking nobody knows about Blackstone mass except for that. Horrific house of horrors that they had with this this lady this heart abroad fucking she fucking
2: uh, she had all those cats in a in freezer and stuff nah bro she had two fucking like children dead oh amongst that's the right rubble. that's right that was a cat that's lady tight. in Boston oh. she had two children she kept in a box. Yeah, and they were, she was like, I don't know. Like, what are you, you going to do with that kind of person? How do you say I don't know to that? You're like, I don't know. Uh, well, that's I put everything <laughs> in here, even dead children, I guess.
1: Yeah, you can look that one up. Blackstone, Massachusetts, House of Horrors. Fucking stick that in your fucking Google. Fucking horrific. Onlyville.
0: That's the joint with the hot dog place, right?
1: Yeah, it's down in Providence. And it's kind of like the quirky fucking sort of like kind of halfway ghetto, dangerous part of fucking Providence, in my opinion. I don't really know yeah. the town too well, to be honest. It's like
0: New York something. Uh, what's the name of that? Like a hot dog kind of diner joint oh the new york system which is new york system which and is only famous
2: though. for the guy with the uh the cooked arm um he lines up hot dogs from his fingertips all the way to his shoulder and he has uh and he pours just sauce all over it at once because it saves time but his arm is cooked like it's freddy krueger <laughs> and uh then he gives you a hot dog off it and you and, you, and then you eat it and,
0: and you don't think <laughs> twice <laughs> about that
2: there's no gauze no latex nothing, nothing. <laughs> it's just on his arm and his arm is just cooked Extra that's a,
0: flavor. It's a secret sauce.
2: That's right next to fucking Fett. Correct. In Providence. Fucking, yes. So when you go see a show. Cause oh, that they, guy was in. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, but Fett's fucking brutal because they won't let you have fucking re entry. So, you know, when you're all fucking lick it up at the end of the night, you go out there and fucking get yourself a fucking hot dog. Buy fucking, a little time. Uh, yeah, they up. should.
2: They, that, that place needs a lot of help. But, I mean, the one thing they do have going for it is that uh, pinball arcade. If you haven't um, been down there, it's worth taking a weekday trip down to that shelter place. And they have a pinball arcade down there and it's just like quarters pinball arcade you get so got a bar and it's hooked right up to fett and you just hang out and play old school pinball that's tight oh yeah it's fun it's a lot of fun
0: what's
1: interesting though about your situational time is it's it's not just like a providence thing i mean like growing up in rhode island and shit um actually no like we've gotten to know each other even
2: too from uh Fucking where do we live in Winthrop or some shit down by the oh, yeah, fucking
1: yeah. right on the fucking water? Watching yeah, I used fucking to book planes. shows and
2: I booked abnormality there a bunch of times and we had a really good Basement time. Basement shows. Yeah. And a lot of people, a lot of fun people showed up to those shows and we just destroyed that house. But cool thing about that was if you ever move out to a place next to Boston, Massachusetts, you can have a band or shows in your house because uh, the airport is required to soundproof the house so that um, people can live there. And um so we were able to have a lot of great shows right on the water out there. Yeah. That, was, that was really a cool time. Winthrop, was there a name for that house? Uh like that was a, like a terrible house.
1: It was a terrible well, they had a band called the terrible a terrible night for our curse. Yeah, that was oh, a shit, I was just we used to there t- too. It was a terrible name for a band, Brian. That's what it was. What what again, have... like, horrible name for a band. Oh. I don't know what you guys were thinking.
2: I was really into Castlevania and that was just stuck with me. I couldn't let it go. I loved it so you fucking played there, right you guys what was, what was it rusty's
0: <laughs> band like uh, hy uh,
2: yeah rusty did have a band and they did play it? there
0: um wow f- what the hell something or h-y-e-o i forget that with the initial heliophyte so, something like that i can't remember but we played with rusty's band at some random house in winthrop i think and it was probably
2: it was probably that, that house, house. it's like yeah. the
0: backyard was water
2: yeah. And rocks.
0: I, I don't know. It was, uh, it was dark and cold. We just played that show and then just got hammered. So it was more of a party, but tight was, venue.
2: That's well, fun. That Dead End Street. Fucking. It, was, it was fun. We had a practice space down there. We had a really good time. That was, was a fun house, and it was not like you went to the bathroom in that house, and it was like uh, you, know, you had to shit in the bathtub. It was, we kept the house clean, had shows once in a while. It was, it was a good time.
1: This brings up a, my point, though. You kind of have this heritage of being in a band, a band member, but also booking a lot of fucking shows. I haven't yeah. had too many people on the fucking podcast that even really do this. Fucking uh, Can fucking play two sides of the coin like that. Part of the problem with you le- fucking leaving us, by the way. You, you're moving to fucking Los Angeles. So yeah. This is part of the deal I want to get you on. But fucking Providence, man. you fucking done a shit ton for fucking Providence with shows. I mean, fucking when you talk about venues like Dusk, All a lot to you, my friend.
2: You know well, dust wouldn't have been you know dusk came about when uh we had a practice space next door and um and uh the owner Rick came out we used to walk down to the we used to get all stoned and walk down to the uh the seven eleven down there and just get uh taquitos and you know just that's and walk back in the middle of practice and uh you know this guy saw us walk the guy who owned the bar. So I was walking back, and times came out, I was like, why don't you come in for a beer, guys? And uh, we were like, nah, nah. He's like, "Anytime time you want to book shows. And right at that time, the only venue out in Rhode Island was uh, Castlevania and AS220, and that just wasn't going to fly because Castlevania, nobody wants to book in a space all the time.
1: What do you mean a space? Tell that for the, so the okay, people don't. So
2: Castlevania, the the space was a place where it was like a living quarters. A bunch of kids went in and squatted, or maybe they had permission for the owner. I'm not really sure the story there. Um, but they would go in there and they would have shows uh, and pay the rent. And this happened in Providence for a number of years, like years and years.
1: Okay. No, he's good. Oh, all right. He's good.
2: I got it oh. in my ear. Okay. Right, so this yeah. happened for years I, I and years. I tell him to do it if and I then, um, uh, That was the only place to have it. So you could have like five shows in this warehouse a night, like on different floors and different different levels. Yeah, you could just like you could have uh, a lot of cities are still doing this, and um, those are really the fun cities to go to. But right after that, all those things were closed down, and uh, there was no venues. It was just AS220 to go to, and Dusk sort of popped up, and I think that's where Dusk gets a lot of his popularity because we took a risk on booking there, and it wasn't a pain in the ass. The overhead prices were cheap, beer was cheap, and uh, it's the place is cool as hell. It's a vampire bar. Yeah, dude. From a band standpoint,
0: it's one of my favorites, Street Loading. It's street loading. Mm-hmm. Sunny parking there's always parking there's on that road. Always there's, parking.
1: There's like a like a one inch curb. That's it. That's that's,
0: that's all it probably needs. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love Ralphs, don't get me wrong, but that let's, let's well, bring cabs oh, up. And also oh. let's
2: not forget that they they have the best sound. Anytime I go to a show there it never sounds bad. It's ever. a brick room.
1: The, it's fucking totally fucking brick. It's and got a tall it. ceiling, Ugh. and the
2: sound guy there controls the sound f- from anywhere because he has w- one of those sound boards that he does from the iPad. So he walks around to Digital. the different sides. Yeah, he walks around to the different sides of the room and just makes sure it all sounds right. So you never have a night where your vocals are too loud and the sound guy's just an idiot. You know, I've never I'm upstairs, like everybody else in the room hears it, dude. You know, yeah, this I'm is far. clearly too loud. Nope, you never have that there. So. I've always really loved that place.
1: I'm fucking... I, I moved up to Spencer. I was living in Oxbridge fucking forever, and dust was 20 minutes away from me, and I got to tell you, man, there was, a, there was a period when you guys started doing fucking something bloody yeah. where you guys were fucking by fat. It was just the best night. It was the best fucking night for metal in fucking New England at that time. Were those
2: Friday nights or Thursdays? Those were Wednesdays. Wednesday. Wednesday. We, were doing, we were doing $3 Wednesday. Wednesdays, and uh, um, everybody was really happy to do them, so and every it was like this breathe this new energy in and a lot of people just had a good time there and at that time we were also able to get away with murder uh in that place we were able to do pretty much whatever we wanted to play late you know no, nobody the city was just happy that all these you know black jacketed tight pants wearing <laughs> hairy dudes were just not in the city they were just like oh well these these guys want to hang out over there better than at Jerky's, right and they just left us alone, and we did whatever we wanted to. We had, it was really good.
0: You added a, a stop for bands that are mid-tier for yeah. like a weekend run. You had a Wednesday Providence Thursday metal Thursday, right. That Realms. was common. That was that very common. It was very Shoot common to Portland to see the on too. Friday or some bullshit. But you added a well, rare Wednesday and stuff to get around was, here.
2: My dream was to get Ryan um, involved on the in do uh, what's it called Cherry Street um, the day before. And then we could uh, the, uh, the idea was, and then go all the way up to, or sorry, do well, Monday. Um, there was, there was a, there was a series of venues we were looking well, at.
1: Well, yeah, you got Nectas up in Vermont.
2: Yep. And, uh, if you were a band going on tour, you could already have these things booked. If you went to one source, you could say, we wanted we got a touring package. We'd like to just do this week or over in new England. And you were already ready with a built-in audience. It, um, and it was just ready to swing all the way around because you could easily end up with a Friday in Boston if you if you had the right contact. You know, just yeah. there, the Friday or Saturday in Boston just wasn't there. Yeah, that there wasn't a promoter in Boston, as far as I knew, that had the clout and had any experience booking. Uh, that thing maybe Blue was the only guy I could think of but he was too busy with so many other bands that he could never take on that responsibility yeah it wasn't
0: like weekly like you need like a, a Friday yeah because
2: there has to be it's a week so there's going to be weekends in there of course
0: it was definitely kind of a thing though I mean Boston's taking a big hit
1: lately because there's nobody on the ground level really booking Uh, I mean, Aaron Gray is there, but, you know, uh, it's overall just a lot of people that are fucking, you know, you know, fucking kind of in positions where they book because they're bookers, you know, it's it's, it's more, you know, and which is good for bands because bands are getting paid out better than they've ever been paid, honestly, and there's been better fucking shows and opportunities, I think, but with, you know, bigger national bands, but. They ain't no more Boston's Dead. I mean, like, that was, I mean, shit. Fucking a terrible night for a curse. You guys playing the Chopping Block, I think, back then? Oh, shit? yeah, we played the Chopping Block. Yep. You know, and that's the thing. It's like, Connie, we all came, we were cuffing the same coffin around that era. Fucking mm-hmm. kind of all the same age group and shit. So it's kind of an end of an era scene, you go away, dude. Well, fucking <laughs> terrible name for a fucking band. But fucking, you know, like, like I, uh, to be honest <laughs> You haven't heard I, that joke I a thousand times.
2: <laughs> yeah, to be honest with you, looking back on it, I try to forget everything that that band ever did. He had electronic drum set. Comment. I know. There was nothing I could do about it, man. That guy just wanted that. Yeah. I mean, I was, I don't feel bad about it. I mean, it brought you to where you are now. Well, you right? know, when I moved down to Providence, I joined this band called Bone Storm, and I played with this drummer who was the exact opposite of that. And I had a really, really good time, and it was all just groove-based stuff and uh, instrumental groovy stuff. And it was a lot of... That band was a really like, quite a bit of fun. Fucking I, uh, Bone Storm. Bone Storm was a, a cool band Good to band be name.
1: In. Did you guys play out of, like, Fall River for... Wait, where did you guys we play We were in
2: uh, Taunton at first. Okay.
1: That's fucking tough to hang down there in Taunton. Fucking a lot of people fucking talk about that fucking place nowadays. Fucking.
2: It, well, at the time, I mean, you just went there, and the practice space was like sort of like the old Attleboro space. If you've been around um, long enough, you would remember those. But uh, it, was, it was like this junky warehouse where some scummy dude was sitting there watching. That was his job, and all he did was do drugs all day. So that was fine. You right. know, you could get away with kind of whatever you wanted. <laughs> don't hit the player, hit the game.
1: Did you ever have robbed? Like, I remember, uh, fuck, when we got robbed
0: in Ascendancy.
1: No, fucking, I don't know
2: that at all. I don't know that story.
1: Well, no, I mean, I'm just saying, fuck, I remember, though, it was like there was always like a crew of people that was around there, and you kind of just figure it's an inside thing. I mean, who, who else fucking knew how to fuck? It's got to be. It's, you know? I always
2: think that because had, they had at least cameras in that place yeah. that you could review. Not that somebody was watching them. If some weird shit started happening, nobody would know. But um, you would you would, you'd be able to say uh, which guy did it? You know, you could look at him like later when all your shit's gone.
0: You
1: later uh, you leave Bone Storm. to fucking do a Thrill House. Ah, yeah. Fucking instrumental four piece, fucking heavy metal, fucking extravaganza, something out of a Capcom video game, perhaps. <laughs> Maybe you've heard it in a Mega Man dream of yours. But um, probably my favorite thing I've seen you do.
2: No disrespect right. to it's anybody, favorite, anybody else. But fucking thing one of my favorite things I've done. But um, you guys
1: had a fucking energy, Tom. The fucking three of you guys up front: Craig, Kevin, you, and whichever an- drummer Andrew, you had. No, uh, yeah. Well, Andrew's the guy. Andrew is the guy. Let's yeah. be real. Andrew
2: was yeah. Andrew was a, a wonderful person to be in being a band with, and uh, I, I I talk to him all the time still.
1: Good. Well, that's good. I mean, that's the thing. It's like it, it's tough. You guys he, they lose a the drummer because he's an Australian. One boy's going to go back home. So it's right. like oh, fucking it, like that's some serious fucking, you know, we're always house, real house, baby. Fucking, you know, <laughs> like, yeah it's so sad
2: and tragic. But well, <laughs> we loved it, but it just wasn't the same. I mean, you have a band like that, and the band is based upon four guys who are doing this one thing together. When you change... 25 percent of that element it's not the same like all right let's take a band like decapitated for example when they lost that drummer, that band should have been over because that guy was so unique it'd be like a primordial went ahead and changed their drummer it'd be insane you just wouldn't work you'd be like this band is over and that's uh what that band had to do you know it was it was great but it was four guys who really got along they all had the same vision and it it i think that works for any band if, you have, if all of your members have the same vision, same lifestyle, they want to hang out, you have this whole thing that you, you can make happen. There's, there's, you know you, A lot of bands get together, and they got one guy who's like, hey, I want to be more black metal. And uh, he's, you, know, you include these parts that are sort of out there for, the, for him. And I think bands do that. This band had none of that. So it was uh, proof positive that you can achieve some really, it, it shown through, the energy was live.
1: One of the best live bands. We
2: weren't pulling in different directions, even on on all on all these different levels, and it was the only time I've ever been able to experience that kind of thing.
1: One of the best live local bands. I mean, not like ever ever, but you guys were so stripped down to the core, and that's the thing was that fucking in the end, not having a singer gives you guys this weird disposition to fucking kind of be all out there to begin with. You know what I mean? Like, it's just everybody's kind of it's about the unit. You know, like it, it. I don't know. It's a very kind of bizarre thing because, honestly, there hasn't been too many... You guys like the most predominant fucking instrumental band I've seen in New England. Fuck, I mean maybe... Well, that's well, because Conifer New England bands want to just...
2: Or, sorry, not New England bands. Uh, instrumental bands, I find, oftentimes want to do that sort of really quiet stuff. Um, they want to just be like really... Really... And then do these big buildups and stuff. And this band didn't even have a clean pedal. We didn't use pedals. We just put it on, turned the amps on, and went. And uh, that... That worked out in our favor in a lot of different ways, not being too busy on the floor and not being too worried about all these details. It just led us to just play riffs. Right. You had to
0: rate differently, too, if you're going to play it instrumental versus... Right, You just your presentation
2: focus. has to be different. Although um, I did want to replace... I did want not to have a singer, but I wanted to get a wizard who would come out and have a theremin, like he's got a crystal ball around it, and he would play the notes on a theremin along with all, all the cool melodies and I wish that had come to pass. Uh, Sounds I wish I could- so power metal. <laughs> yeah, oh my god! Imagine how you don't have a frontman, but you do have a wizard. Kind of gay. No, it's awesome. No, man. I love power yeah, metal. I'm with you. You would be there man. every You're step of the way. You'd be like, you know what? That's so gay, but like, you do have a wizard.
1: <laughs> What's next, a deal hologram? I mean, come on.
2: Uh, if he can, if if he can play a theremin, then he's in. He's in. Take the money and run. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's got uh, compo- the truckloads that come hey, those power metal bands, pocket? How yeah. fun of a cover band would that be if you did have a D.O.? Like, if you just were a D.O. cover band, yeah. and you just had a uh, hologram of D.O., you'd, you'd already be fine. You could do that all day long, every day of the week. Jesus.
1: That's heavy to
0: propose. I They're going to tour that next year. Oh, this year, I think. <laughs> They're trying to. Well, the wife's got the whole projector or whatever. I don't know how they worked that thing. But,
1: I mean, they got the whole back and band. It's like a legit live show. Fucking yeah. Viv Campbell and oh, Dio Legacy
2: uh, or something. I don't think that's a good idea. I think they should let these guys just be dead and let's, ha- let's be done with it.
1: Really? What yeah. about the musicians that record on it, though? Shouldn't they be entitled to fucking survive off of the songs yeah. that they no, wrote?
2: I think that um, they, the songs, they're, st- they're still being played. They're recorded. Um, but as far as playing them out and stuff live, that was your whole unit. I mean, you're not really playing those songs the same way anymore with all those different guys. It's just not the same. I, I can tell you, it's not the same.
1: Is it ever the same though?
2: At one point in time, man. That's why. That's <laughs> why metalheads are all always talking about the olden times, you know, because that was the the original times that it was done was oftentimes the best.
1: All right, so fucking here's the deal, though. I don't think fucking Dio was like go fucking out in those words of the last but I think Dio. Said to his bandmates, I don't know if he said it exactly to like Vivian Campbell, but I think he wanted his wife to fucking be secure with her fucking future, with his family. And I think he v- deeply loved the people that was around him that helped provide him success. And I, and I think he'd be a goddamn fool. And I don't think he would ever fucking wish anybody not to fucking be successful, you know? Uh, I think he, I was supposed to put it this way I think he had the motherfucker's blessing.
2: You know? Yeah. Uh, I I that bet that's way. true but what I'm saying uh, my my point is that it's a that's not from a, that's a m- financial move not a musical move. And that's all I'm saying. Oh yeah, less less passion more. Yeah, yeah, profit. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying Good point. that I what I I guess I was kind of saying it was wrong, but um I guess what I more mean is that it's a financial decision. You talk about the trueness of music then it's not it's not that. It's all Okay. It, it Show us work. over, that's it We yeah. had a good run <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: I just I always think though about that vi- uh, that D- You ever see that video of uh, Dio signing autographs on the Sunset Strip yeah. and Somebody's like, dude, you ever see Vivian Campbell? And fucking, he's like He's a fucking asshole, fuck that guy Fuck him.
2: No, fuck Vivian no, Campbell I, I just off like, it's, awesome.
1: like, it's like fucking Tuesday night on the Strip Or something, he's just walking to his car bless the man, and fucking just getting fucking hounded about Vivian Campbell or some bullshit. Oh, it, was like, it was like in the dawn of, like, a pre-viral world, so to say. You know, like, Dio, I don't think you expected that motherfuckers, you know, I don't think he even understood YouTube and the
2: capacity. Oh, know. probably not, no. I. That's probably very true. Imagine that, though. Imagine
1: if we fucking filmed all these shows back in the day, fucking, you know, you talk about the olden days, and it's like nowadays there's probably kids that are graduating high school being like, man, I wish I could go back to fuck. 2000, man. Back it's, when I was, fucking It's gonna know? happen. <laughs> like,
2: it's gonna happen.
1: It's probably happening right now, bro. That fucking was 17 like. years ago. Exactly. <laughs> this kids graduating from high school this year. Fucking thinking about fucking, you know, it's like, That's a really I, I'm 83. It's, a, it's such a bummer yeah. when you put
2: it in black and white terms like that, because no, I am still feel America. really young you mean, and, fucking and fun. I don't, I mean, I don't, although if I, I say that, but when I, I see a teenager, I'm like, fuck that guy. You know, we're all you know, young, you know, dumb, and full of
0: cum.
1: You like know the kids at all? I don't, like <laughs> I don't like them at all. <laughs> <laughs> you get all crotchety. I you get, like them. scram. We How are we uh, <laughs> <being> <laughs> those teenagers are stupid with time, right dangerous. Yeah, it's not even eight. Oh, I know. I'm just fucking getting situated. We're live at the loading tonight at fucking Ralph's Rock Dino. Yeah. A lot of action. A lot of activity. Yeah, there is. Fucking getting ready for the shit. Ice Giant. Oliphant. Can't say that fucking name. You guys got that got motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then the fucking... Uh, I like to Goblet. Gobble. Goblet. 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 You should just rename the band Goblet. Mm-hmm. Goblet. Yeah. But... <laughs> happen at any moment. The story tonight is that Tom's leaving us and it's kind of crazy because fucking known each other long enough. Yes, yes. And like a few years ago, fucking uh, a little down and out, uh, right?
2: I'm just trying to get to this. Yeah, some things, some things happened.
1: And, happen. fucking, <laughs> and uh, fucking like, you're looking for a job and I got you a fucking job down the street at the fucking local lawn care company that we was fucking yeah, yeah. Was working for. And I feel so horrible about that for so many reasons. (laughs) (laughs) I feel feel
2: horrible that I quit the way I did on that. Eh. I did the best I could there, and that was just a day I was like, you know what? You were telemarketing. You were cold calling. I was cold calling people (laughs) who were just being... You know, I didn't like it. I didn't like (laughs) it. It was
1: horrible. Come on. I would
2: would sit there and just pretend to make calls and wait for a moment to get up and go uh, talk to you for a while, and then I'd go back and uh but but left through through that time that was a career change for me it was a i got i got the job that i wanted after that and i did really it uh, was a really quite a boon
0: yeah hey a job's a job though man your heart was in the right place well you know? i like
2: i can't stand being unemployed i just can't yeah. do it
1: he's a hustler i remember seeing you i was working at newberry comics in newton oh yeah he, he comes storming in one day and he was selling. He was slinging fucking uh, with my big
2: furry jacket. <laughs> he's got a big,
1: I think it's the correct term is
2: sherpa. Sherpa yeah. is a proper no-man-clature. Mm, it Looks was good. <laughs> good. That was, man, I was, like, belonging in a rap video. That thing was excellent.
1: Yeah, you fucking look sharp. shat, just man right here. Gave me a very... Brian, he was he was slinging the, the all-natural fucking uh, pills and
0: products to make you look beautiful. Yeah. Make you live long and healthy. You know, what's the episode with uh, Kramer, and he's got the long jacket? You know, the <laughs> pimp jacket? That's all I'm picturing you right now. with, with Kramer, no, David I had in the and the Technicology. Yeah, I had, like, a bomber. Oh, you know, okay. Thing, it was furry around me. Sharper. Uh,
2: it was furry around no, the he shoulders. You look like John Denver. Oh, yeah, it was really good. Remember <laughs> what
0: you're putting down now? I got you. You're it was pretty a good.
2: for me. And um, it was. I don't know. Uh, so I came trucking in. and I gave you a bunch of vitamins.
0: Like, yeah. Hair, skin,
1: and nail vitamins. And look at me now. I got it all. I got my hair. I got my skin. Got my
2: nails. <laughs> I think that's genetics, but you know, it's whatever. <laughs> well, You'd never be. be one of us. Whatever. Awesome <laughs> whatever.
1: But fucking. Uh, Ah, we literally do it we're cold calling this kid's cold calling like fucking and for lawn care trying to sell fertilizer to In the state of Rhode, February, Rhode Island February
2: it was literally the hardest sales job you could have had <laughs>
1: and I had to sell the shit he would fucking find it and say this person kind of wants to talk to you and potentially maybe kind of get the fucking thing and I'd have to go down to the fucking lawn look at it probably if it was snow or ice or some motherfucker and then fucking sell, you know, call the cocksucker up after a week and say, Hey, man, I, I was just calling to see if you wanted to get some fertilizer and crabgrass control for your lawn this year. I got to force that program coming in hot. You know, like fucking
0: like, you know, like. It's like horrific. selling a plow job in July. Like, no, Dude, I don't need you to plow my driveway right now. Right. Yeah, nobody's thinking about they, it. Nobody's no, thinking about no. it. They're
2: like, whoa, you're calling me. Like, you know, it's February and it's. You're being and proactive
0: you're, about it. It's the right. It's thing the to right do. time
2: to do. And some people were into it actually. They they, fi- they were right on top of it. But uh, it was not a good time. That was made. That was when I think about jobs that I feel like. I feel when the telemarketer calls me, there's just a sadness behind it because I know. I'm I'm still gonna be an asshole, but I know I get it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude,
0: it's always good to have that job that bear like the lowest job that you could ever ever want like you know that's the worst it's ever gonna get job wise
2: that was pretty close to it right that was pretty close that's was, brutal
0: not yeah, like manual was paper paper wise, and he left but... in the middle of the
2: week I'm like I don't fucking blame
1: you get out of here go Because
2: yeah. <laughs> I don't think we ever discussed that because uh, I was I called him up and I was no, like he's... I'm not coming in today so. but
1: you told me you're like I got this job where I'm fucking like doing fucking lasers and, and like robots and shit
2: yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm doing now. So that's what I'm actually going out to LA to do to continue this, is to go out and uh, take care of arms engraving and um, well laser welding and mold repair and uh, dude, that's badass. Um, go out there and you know just uh, do this job out there. Uh, but I can still be in bands and stuff. It's just gonna have to happen on a different level. It won't be near. Um, it just won't be in New England, which is this is my home, you know.
1: Oh, uh, look at that I'm sad that face. Sorry. <laughs> Nobody expected that. <laughs> it's all right. We'll smoke weed
0: later. Don't worry. Uh, you know, you keep setting up. Just don't play.
2: <laughs> yeah. So as the reason for my leaving all together was to go do this, is to go do this job out in California. Um, you know, they kind of, uh, they were like, they said they needed me out there. They wanted me to check it out. And then they've made it forceful and more, more difficult for me to say no. Um, and they uh, they threw the right money at me and uh, I'm going out there to sort of be mostly a career dude out there. I know music's never going to pay the bills. So, I'm going to chase those dollars for a little while. Dude,
0: take money, money and
2: I'm, I'm making money. No, no, we we, I, we always do that. Cuz I think about um, think about going back to a lawn care job or working in the service industry, that just sounds like the worst. <laughs> I don't I will do it, but I don't want to.
1: You fucking, so this is the thing, Brian, he's like, I get this job, I uh, fucking, uh, I think I nailed the interview, I'm like, alright, cool, next thing I know, this kid's going to like fucking India, Yeah. fucking like Dubai, fucking, like, where yeah, the but fuck I'm are you going with this I've been, stuff? Uh,
2: so far, uh, with the job, I've been to uh, Australia, uh, Greece, uh, India twice, uh, Istanbul twice um you know canada this this time coming up i'll be going to the hawaiian islands and seeing a portion of mexico that i've never seen before next and who knows you know i'll probably get to go to russia and and see a whole bunch of the world uh under the under this job so It's bucket list it, stuff
0: man like, I, yeah you know, i mean like i
2: i just get to see th- and i don't i get to like in a band you get to see this stuff with a bunch of your friends and you might be uh yeah uh, you might be, you know, stuck in a hotel with all your bandmates. Most of the time, this sucks because you're doing it alone. But you're also, I'm also staying in the best places. These places are, uh, you know, five-star resorts in in Jaipur, India, which are Jaipur. Just, yeah, I've been to Jaipur. What
1: the fuck is that? How do you spell that?
2: J a i p u r. And uh, it's, um, how do I put it? It's. It's wild, you know. I got to ride an elephant in Jaipur.
1: <laughs> you fucking, it's the year of Trump, baby. Fucking lying. <laughs> I got to ride an elephant. <laughs> I
2: got to ride an elephant in India. That's where they filmed Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Really? Yeah. Yep.
0: Think got of it. like uh, I don't know, six-year-old you sitting on the floor playing Nintendo, whatever. Like, oh, when I when I'm an adult, I'm gonna be in India riding a fucking elephant.
2: Yeah, it was great. I, you
0: know what I mean? I I always think about shit like that when you get older, and then looking back and picture the young version of you. Playing video games, being a if dickhead. I if you
2: could show me an image of me just standing on an elephant, I would be so pumped about my future like, me. Yeah, <laughs> I got a big old, I got a big out. beard, and I'm standing on. I was standing on the elephant. The guy was like, "Sit down." I was like, "No, here's five bucks. Let me stand up."
1: You get like, <laughs> and, did you have a connection with the elephant? Did you look no, like the, elephant, the elephant? The elephant,
2: the elephant was really cool, and uh, everybody's talked to the elephant, and the elephant understood almost all the language. It seemed because people would walk by and do this thing; they'd raise their arm. And say, they said a word, and the elephant knew the word, and it would, uh, it, was, it was something like smile in Indian, and uh, the elephant would raise his tusks uh, for the, and, dan- and do it for the picture. But everybody had a really good time when the elephant wanted to play along and be a goofball. You know, because they weren't doing it because the elephant got beat. They, the elephant was having a good time, you know, playing with everybody.
1: I bet you they used elephants to build the, pil- uh, the pyramids.
2: I bet you it's probably true.
0: <laughs> I don't know. You going to uh, promote in L.A.? What's that? You going to promote shows
2: in L.A.? We'll see about that. Um, I'm going to start by joining a band first. I have some options out there that I've been talking, some people I've been talking to, and I'm, I'm interested to see where that really goes. Yeah. Um, because there's a Rhode Island guy out there who used to play in these bands that I knew, and he's all about starting a new band. And um, I have some ideas, and he's so far, he's really into the ideas I have. I want to, you know, I get this idea of being like the old Crimson Glory, trying to find something like that. I figure if there's any, if there's a city in the world to go for that idea, um, L.A. would be it.
1: Should talk to Do- uh, Dr. Stephanie Robinson. Fucking.
2: Uh, I don't know who that is.
1: Be, uh, she's a former guest of ours. Hey. She just uh, she she moved out to Cali, and uh, I'll I'll tell you. She's good. shes uh, I, I can't remember what episode she is, but uh, she just moved out there, and she's a phenomenal singer. She yep. was in Shroud Bereavement. Fucking one the like the last incarnation, of fucking... After and, Kelly, uh,
2: the red hair? No.
1: No. What? Fucking, um, no, she played keyboard. And oh, I don't was even it. playing
2: in 7-8 I, I didn't really go see her much after Kelly left. Uh. Yeah. Well, fucking... Uh,
0: you keep interviewing people who move to I know. <laughs> I know we've had uh, eric and stuff eric move eric steph move tom's lead you're all, you're just uh. like getting people
2: before well,
1: it's important bouncing. fucking let's leave a trail here well for Tom. The, Tom i'm Tom really excited to
2: maybe hear this later i oh, in you know, 10 years in now? like like fucking. in a year when i'm like in california like right now <laughs> i don't have a place to live yet i'm yeah. going out sunday to find a place to live so i don't like Clean i don't slide. know what my life is really going to be like i don't know what the area is going to look like i only know my office and i know i'm living on the side of a mountain range and it's gorgeous really yeah
1: i mean well i don't i don't doubt it i've been to california but like you yeah you are living probably by the side of the mountain range <laughs> I always forget California's mountains. <laughs> yeah, they have they have a lot of they have the ocean and mountains <laughs> got a couple right there. right
2: Yeah, it's all it's you you have both right there.
1: Dude, we were up in Ventura. I talk about it earlier. Yeah, my area right there. Oh, that fucking beautiful dude up yeah. there, dude. Fucking unbelievable area, unbelievable dude. I fucking and where did you Ventura's North, right? You, huh? Yeah, you well yeah like like right. not, like no, no, ninety I'm miles or something like that north of some shit.
2: Yeah, but you fucking that's hit where me they had the frost and fire, right?
1: Yeah, it was around that time. You're like, dude, fucking. I'm thinking about moving out here. I'm
0: like,
2: I don't blame yeah, you. I, I found the uh, abnormality record at uh, Amoeba. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit, I texted you that. Yeah, so Which
0: one? The one in L.A.? Yeah. I think we probably took a picture yeah. of the exact same vinyl. Yeah.
2: So Which is, is sad because that means it's still there. Aww.
1: the stars go to shine? What are you talking about? That's a restart. <laughs> Man. That thing's hot. Oh, i savage. <laughs> 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 fucking... I, but listen, I'll never fucking blame anybody for moving up to California. I know plenty of ma- know. fucking East Coast motherfuckers. You grew up in Michigan. Come on. Yeah. You think I'm gonna fucking re- like, you know, resent you for fucking
2: trying to improve your fucking
1: right. life? <laughs> you know, I love Michigan. Don't get me wrong. I do a love gray Michigan. ass area though. There
2: ain't no fucking. But there's this. nothing going on there.
1: <laughs> this is the loudest one we've ever done. High uh, five, Brian. Yeah, yeah everybody got, got here. They got here early tonight. Everybody's here way on time. <laughs> Maybe we're not used to that. Every
2: time we've hung out, though,
1: me and Tom, it's been fucking that show. So it's kind of fucking...
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, we were hanging out for a while. It was cool because we were hanging out when we were working that job together. Oh, yeah. And we going and eating... um. couple of
1: uh beers and shit like that. Fucking yeah, couple playing, barbecues in between. Playing pennies. House bro- Remember when Kevin broke his fucking leg? Oh, man. I'll never <laughs> forget that
2: shit. Kevin broke them throw house. Broke you know he, uh, the the house. what he said to me before that? <laughs> I, said, I feel bad about that because I sent him outside. He was, uh, he, was being re- he was being really annoying, and he, I was, he was like, you want to play Magic the Gathering? <laughs> and he, he stood up, and he walked over to the side of me. He's like, you know, you're about to go on a journey, man. <laughs> and walked right outside and just fell down the stairs. No, a- he,
1: he opened up the door. We're smoking butts out there. And he goes, we're going yeah, on butts. a journey. <laughs> just and butts. He just, and he took one false <laughs> bad step and took a dagger fucking down, like fucking like face first, down like four steps, flat. Fucking, and, like, snapped his fucking ankle.
0: <laughs> he like, just snapped
1: it somehow. And, like, the worst part is that he was so hammered, they didn't drive home, of course. And I got I got the suscrint girls like naked hanging out fucking on my couch on my fucking porch and all this shit. My girlfriend's in the fire department at the time with the fire chief driving by. <laughs> like and they're out there in their brawn panties and a and a miserable Kevin fucking out there with a broken fucking hoof. Like, and, and it's like a horrible, horrific break. But he's all hung over. I <laughs> do not know. <laughs> like sweating <laughs> like just Kevin, not going was, to the
2: doctor with <laughs> would have broken I <laughs> was what we had just God. seen sex from in that night is that what no we, you guys we went to uh
1: like Gorgots no it was Gorgots mm, it Gorgos. was a French can yeah yep and I remember you guys drank a 30 rack between the three of you you guys drank a 30 rack before we even left
2: yeah we were drinking <laughs> like,
1: ripping it up And the, dude, when we got there they brought an 18-pack for the packing lot, and they fucking took that down. No, six each. There you go. Yeah. All right. So
0: you got about so an 18-rack, more or less, <laughs> by the time you the venue. No joke, dude. Like, like,
2: well, you know, that was a. eventually was the demise of the band. We were all like, holy yeah. shit, this is getting to be a bit much. And we had to take a step back from it.
1: And it's had to function that way, though, because, like, I've seen it. And I used to talk to Craig about this a lot. It's like you guys kind of had this thing where, like, Guns N' Roses had this, too. Where you guys were like, like, all on the rails. It was yeah, so fucking crazy that fucking in the end, it was like, when you're watching, you're like, this could fucking come apart right now. Like, fucking, like, <laughs> you know, like, like they could just totally train yeah. wreck. But in the end, it's like, there's so much tension between the drinking and the personalities. It brings out the best in you guys somehow. And. Fucking, I don't know. That's part of the magic of fucking being in a band that a lot of people don't really. It's not a, a harmonious thing by any means.
2: No. But there's a nope. weird Never disconnected
1: is. tension that fucking brings you guys together. The po- uh, positive, Paul, negative, all that It's because bullshit. you
2: want them to be the best dudes ever because they're your best friends. Uh, you're doing. You know, if anybody you're seeing uh, twice a week is. Uh, other than your girlfriend, is going to be a huge person in your life. You know uh, if you're doing yeah, it you' you're not getting paid for it you're going you you have're you're, you're paying to do this, and this other guy is there on his own personal will. no other reason
0: too bad it's not a video podcast. Josh just like spent 10 minutes just adjusting this shit, putting it yeah. together
2: Well, he got to you got to
0: paint <laughs> a panda picture for the they are eyes
1: crack hanging out I want these guys gazing at me fucking
0: you know gazing. <laughs>
1: But as you were saying, though, when we have a just you know, like treatment had this through my time, like there was always like this weird fucking like destructive fucking negative force that was driving a lot (laughs) Uh, of it. That was making us like the most positive thing ever. It's it's this
2: that that in itself is a that's a drug all in itself. uh, It's it's really quite a thing.
0: The audience knows too they always know if there's a band that's got shit going on. Oh Tension, yeah, cuz you can see it when anger. they're looking at each
2: other like when your drummer messes up, and you're like, yeah.
1: Yes. And that's that thing. It's like everybody's holding each other accountable. Right. And sometimes and, it's like how and everybody's just
2: <laughs> there on their their for their own personal will. Nobody's getting a paycheck. You're mostly paying out to be here. So when shit goes wrong, you have all these other factors happening. You have these like man I paid for those motherfucking shirts and I I was the one who drove us to the show and all you guys just got drunk and let me drive back home to you bunch of assholes <laughs> yeah. and all that shit just add, all that it. little stuff just adds up
0: <laughs> and
2: uh you know it happens to every single band it happens to all of them and you just like you just eventually you reach a point where you're like you know what it's time that I actually don't like you <laughs> and you just, that's it. That you know, you can come back mean. years later, but there comes a point where you go, I actually just don't think I like you as a person. I thought I did, but you showed me who you were, and I didn't like that.
1: What's crazy, though, you probably don't like him, but you still love him. I still love him. Oh,
2: oh my God. I, talked, I still talk to him, even though I want to kill him. <laughs> so family. <laughs> so family. Right? Yeah, yeah. It was because we went through something together that – uh that you don't, you know, and anybody who's been in a band can relate. You know, you like you watch, you watch like uh, Metalocalypse and you can see that <laughs> in, in that show. Like, show. It, like that? Brendan Small nailed that. You can just the see tension the, the and tension and the tension of yeah. those guys, who they are. It's too bad you know, they canceled that show. They're not yeah, bringing it back. I mean, but you know what? If you weren't in a band, you didn't understand it. There's no way you, there's no way a regular Joe who hasn't been in a band would understand, like, the one uh, lead or rhythm guitar player who doesn't actually do anything. You know what I mean? You're like, you wouldn't understand what that really means. When there's some guys like, you know, in the conversation they're like talking, always like, yeah, but he makes those sandwiches. And they're like, he doesn't make those sandwiches. It's like, whoa, he really does nothing. He doesn't even make those fucking sandwiches. <laughs> and, and like, only if you've been in a band, do you know what that really, they're like, holy shit. Like, it dawns on you that that guy has been just doing nothing for years. Bowing it in. You thought he was doing something. That was your reason for being like, yeah, yeah, it's okay. He's cool. He makes those sandwiches. <laughs> it's cool. He's all right. I mean, I really like those sandwiches, so we got to keep that up. Yeah. Fucking
1: leaving behind a trail of broken hearts, Tom.
2: I hope not. I hope not. I hope uh, I, I hope that everybody does, uh, you know, better and does great. Uh, you know, my bands especially. Uh, Reek in particular, I hope, does does really well. Horned Majesty won't be a thing, but um, Reek will. How do you go spell on. Reek? W R E A K. Where are you going to listen? Like to Reek
1: it. What Bandcamp or something? Yeah, that yeah that go is?
2: on Bandcamp. It's you know the only one you're going to find in Rhode Island. But I Wait, those did you guys. Say whore Majesty. Horned Majesty. Oh, I thought you said a whore no.
0: Majesty because that's that, no. That's I really I, I liked
2: being in that band, and I had that band as my brainchild for a long time, but it didn't come out. Uh, things just weren't destined to be for that band. I really, with you? Yeah. Well, no, just like every time things happened with it, with something else happened that made it not happen.
1: I haven't seen you guys with that.
2: It's a cool band. I liked a lot of it. We're playing tomorrow night. I'm going to be there. Dusk. Providence. Cool.
1: Friday night.
0: It
2: already happened. It was a great yeah. show. Sold out.
0: <laughs> Standing room only. <laughs>
2: Big time. So it's a, it's a free show tomorrow night. Big um, block party.
0: <laughs> I only say that because by the time we edit, Tuesday I know, I know. This will way out,
2: and I'll be able to listen to this uh, way after.
1: What do you think, uh Real quick, though. Well, not real quick, but let's, let's try to kind of shoo yeah. this one in. Okay. Fucking, what are you most proud of with uh, accomplishing out in this area?
2: Well, even though um, uh, mostly Metal Knight, how it ended with Something Bloody, uh, the Something Bloody Fest, that was a really difficult thing to achieve, uh, harder than I ever thought that would be, um, mostly because there was a lot of negative attitudes around it and a lot of things that made that really tough. And, uh, you know, it, I didn't expect to see uh, so much uh, selfishness come out of people when that happened. I expected more people to come together. And when that ended, uh, that was one of my greatest accomplishments, to be able to put put a positive ending on that and uh, have, have a really good time. It ended up being a really awesome time. People came together, support that in ways that I didn't think they were going to too. I mean, on top of the selfishness and the other things, people did come together and help with that, and there's a bunch of names I can throw at that. Thrill House is a huge accomplishment. Reek was a huge accomplishment. Uh, those are those the things of the last few years I enjoyed as far as socially speaking, being a socialite.
1: Yeah, you're a popular guy. Yeah, you could always count on seeing you at a just about every Rhode Island show it seemed like.
2: Yeah, well, I like the bands. I I I've always loved the Providence bands, and uh, always, always. I always thought there was a, 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 un, a uniqueness and a, that came out of those bands. It was an energy, and it's just always been that way. Um, as far as I can tell, they still have it now. You talk about bands like Sangus. Uh, they just have a unique energy. Yeah, they're, they're really good, and they're powerful, and you don't hear that kind of authenticness. And I think it's maybe because that's the way Rhode Island is. They don't let you go with being uh, um, halfway in on something. You don't, you don't get to play shows if you're halfway in on something. Right. gotta be all in. You gotta be all no, in. No, yeah, no, yeah. Totally. I, I love Providence for that.
1: Yeah, it's not a fucking wimp a scene by any fucking means. It's, yeah, you're just it's not gonna get the shows.
2: You're not gonna get the shows. Yeah.
1: You know? And, you know, most of the shows you don't really actually really fucking know about unless you know somebody, right. honestly. Right. I mean, that's I, yeah. I, talk about Castlevania. I don't fucking know about Castlevania. i never seen a show there. Fucking Jungle's another one. I don't know. I, I, what the fuck's the fucking yeah. Jungle?
2: I don't fucking yeah. know I, I, yeah, Funky Jungle I lived across the street For them for a year Before I went to a show Yeah I didn't know it was a place <laughs> I have just Walked <laughs> there Yeah Every Providence
0: show I've been to Maybe besides something uh, The festival you put on Starts at least After 10 Like 1030 Oh it it's has to It's like a to. weird Providence that's the way. That's thing That's why I
2: only did Three bands Three
0: bands Show starts at like 1045 maybe yeah. Oh
2: yeah people. That's when people Are getting there man Providence oh. O'Clock Providence O'Clock Man yeah, there's, this I'm, a, I'm gonna miss the shit out of the city. And actually, to be honest with you, I don't expect to be gone uh, forever. I don't know that I love. I will see That has yet to be determined.
1: That way tough to hang, dude. It's a flat away. That's
2: it's awful. not even that. It's just, uh, it's not even about it being tough to hang. It's just, yeah, I'm leaving this. The point is, I'm leaving this place, and I'm not leaving here on a negative attitude. I'm leaving here positive, which is gonna be tough because when mm-hmm. I go out there, I'm gonna be sit, I'm gonna be sitting around thinking, wow, I didn't have these problems in Providence. I had good friends there. You know. Um, I'm leaving a lot of people that I have a lot of history with. and I, You know, it's, at this point in my life, I just don't really like that that much. I'm doing it for the money. I'm going out there and en- enjoying the job and the money. And ha- but this place has always been my home and probably will always be my home. Nothing's permanent, man. You could always come back. It's yeah. just, it's a flight away. But how man. awesome is it going to be to be out there for a while? Skip a couple winters. Fuck winters. Dude. <laughs> Tell
0: yeah. me about it. You're leaving at a good time. Late January. I don't know when you're leaving. Yeah, exactly, everybody's about to
2: have their, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, that's uh, seasonal disorder breakdown. Yeah, I have. early February.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, February does it to me too, dude. Fucking, like, it's just like there's so much darkness and, and cold and.
2: You just you, you just, just have it. Dude. You just had it. Usually, about this time is when I lose it on one of my roommates. <laughs> you know, I'm not living with a roommate now, which is great. But if I did have one, I'd be upset about something he was doing. Yeah, guaranteed.
1: Well yeah. no, it's crazy too because it's like you look at Europe and Europe's like actually a little bit like somewhere in like Germany is like probably more north than where we're at, but it's not as cold and. You know, places like you know, fucking Scandinavia get like minimum fucking light, and they they fuck with that stuff all day. But like, yep. I, I don't know, it happens to every New Englander I know at some point.
2: Between at some point, you don't even realize it's February. happening, but you're just mad about it.
1: Oh yeah, and it's just a rotten fucking time. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it's it's somewhere between the bills and seeing that credit card statement from the holiday or something, and oh, you know, man. yeah, Taxes, you get the holiday pounds on. And, it's, and it's, oh, that W two shows up, and it's just this reminder of how. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How unhappy you're going to be. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to be happy to skip that for a little while. Yeah, we're just going to say, you can't
0: end this episode on a low note like yeah. that. You've got you to so go well, high on this. But well,
1: you're making a shit ton so of money. You're moving to fucking Los yes. Angeles. That's uh, One, one thing I wanted next?
2: to talk about is one of the things that I expect out we'll there, because I want this on recording, this um, is that one of the things I think I'm going to miss is uh, the way the local shows happen out here and the way that it's, you put four local bands that are from the immediate area on, the show does really well. I do not expect that to be the case in L.A. I expect the bands to be bands and wait for the touring packages to come around because there's always one in town. There's always mm-hmm. one available. So you don't have to do it yourself. You don't have to be like, all right, if we're going to cultivate this, we've got to do it ourselves. And that's one thing that, that New England has that L.A. is I do not believe is going to have.
1: L.A. pretty... Densely populated, dude, and that whole pay-to-play format works very well out there. I mean, it's proven effective for that fucking area. It's the whole industry's built around that, literally. As an example, as a model,
0: yeah, yeah. And uh, everything travels east, man. When it comes to uh, stuff like that, happens in right. California first right. and works its way toward Boston. So mm. I
2: expect I expect to lose that thing that I love about having local shows and having all the local bands on it, and you have that party atmosphere. Um, I expect it to be I expect everyone out there To be a bunch of lab Ladder climbers And we'll see uh, if, we, if I listen to this In another year uh, If I Still feel that way
1: You gotta find the, You see that Los Punks documentary on, on Netflix No with the Los Angeles
2: Punk scene No
1: The kid uh, Nacho Was at our show In like Santa Ana I wish I got, I got the, fucking, the chance to Fucking shake his hand And shit But They have a whole Fucking They don't have Basements out there Mind you It's all these Ranch houses So mm-hmm. they have These backyard shows these punk fucking shows. I've that heard about this.
2: I've heard about this.
1: was crazy. Fucking, it's, it's crazy footage. it's a great doc. They Dude, got seventy
2: degrees
0: year round. I'd do it too.
1: Oh yeah, like <laughs> right. a great place to be. A fucking.
2: It's
0: on Netflix. Crust Punk.
1: It was long. It was on Netflix for the longest time. and You could probably fucking support it directly from the guys, the bands, and all okay, that. Okay, all right. You know, Los Punks. I think was the name of it. Fucking it was up there. But uh-huh. yeah, fucking shit, guy. I can't so, fucking leave him.
2: I won't be gone for long. And plus, I'll see you at like frost and fire, right?
1: I hope to make it out there.
2: I'm okay, I, mean, I go to, to wins
1: Metal, dude. I don't know if I can fucking get the scratch to get out back there.
2: Well, see, we're we're go all what? it's all about that, well, that hotel if kills if you, you, dude. If you come out, I'll put you in a place because I yeah. won't be far from there. Because yeah. I'll be going. So we'll be going back and forth. and will uh, yeah. figure Take an Uber. That was the first time I ever took an Uber. Oh, yeah. dude, it's it a, crazy. It's a, it's a huge thing. It's Life weed changing. From the Uber, dude, <laughs> <laughs> fucking was crazy. Well, they're, they're, they're <laughs> there before anybody else is there. I didn't get down the stairs in my hotel before the Uber was there. He called me. I placed it, and he was like, "I'm right here. I'm outside." I was like, "Holy shit!" I didn't even uh, put my shoes LA, on yet. Oh it was, shit! Yeah, it's just guys just driving around. They're just waiting. So
0: <laughs> you get Uber in, in Boston. It's like five minutes, seven minutes, or whatever. In LA, West Coast, it's like it's down to like minutes or seconds. It's down thirty seconds away. It was thirty seconds away. Oh, your Uber driver ridiculous. Ridiculous. Man,
2: yeah. Las Vegas is the fastest I've ever had.
1: That's it. That's where it is. Vegas. We have to go out to Vegas and meet you out there. Go on. Let's go to Vegas for all time's sake.
2: Let's go on a bender. Let's go on a bender. Yeah, let's go on a bender. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm in. I'm in. (laughs) Let's egg each other on. (laughs) I'm in. I'm so in. I'm dying to have a bender. I haven't had a good one in a while. I want to try a good Fucking three Maiden? Days. Maiden, July 3rd in Vegas.
1: I, I don't know if I can swing that one, but that, that actually sounds more exciting than Mansfield right now.
2: <laughs> like can you imagine being in there, Iron Maiden, at midnight? Wait, is it at July 3rd? You July 3rd in Las Vegas, Ma- Iron
0: Maiden. I'm going. A good friend of mine's getting married that weekend in Vegas, so I'm sure. I got Trying a th- I don't even think he That's a patty. Right just, they just announced it. I'm in the today. Ireland. Trigger. I'm going to be in Ireland that whole goddamn. Ah, like two weeks, man. You guys fucking travel
2: more than what the world traveler. You? I'm
1: world the touring trailer. guy, but you guys fucking tour. Fuck, Jesus Christ! <laughs> fucking all these exotic lands. Yeah. The old country, Dubai. You'll do
2: it. You'll Jesus. do it. You're going to. The, you, you guys were just talking about doing Mumbai.
1: Yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> I can imagine no. <laughs> it's like no, with that travel. attitude, it's, a, <laughs> it's such a pain in the ass to go to India, dude. It was like it was like a fucking 20 hour flight, and then it was like an 18 hour car ride. <laughs>
2: In Ma- like, to, into Mumbai? That? In Mumbai? Some bullshit?
1: No, the, no, the, no, it wasn't Mumbai. There was some motherfucker. It's like somewhere in the central path Oh, down in the down south though. it oh. would have been faster to go to Sri Lanka. But I um, had. To, you yeah. want?
2: If you go down south, it's a really good time. Southern India is pretty awesome. Yeah, is yeah. the food good? Yeah, but you better don't drink the water. Yeah, it's true. Bottled. You, even when you brush your teeth, don't put it in your mouth. Bottled water. Brush. Damn, man. that's
1: what's up. I mean, yeah. I've been to Ecuador. You've been to Columbia too.
2: I've been to Columbia, yep. You know how it is.
1: Fuck, man, I'm going to miss fucking drinking with you.
2: Well, we're going to, it won't be the last time we drink together. Uh, I hope not. Better, hey. It better not be. <laughs> I'm going to miss you. Miss you, Staples. Oh, big gay. Uh, oh, this is up. cute. Well, we will hug each other. <laughs> but after I put down the microphone so you don't have to hear it.
1: Thanks for stopping by tonight, and I'm sure we'll see each other soon. We what, shall. Do you, what do you want to say to
2: yourself five years in the future? Uh, Don't I up. hope you had a good time with drugs. But you, there's a time to s- you have to realize that there's a there's a limit. Fuck fear, drink beer. Yeah, you have to realize there's a limit. You're 36. You, you got to know there's a better one. You got to know there's a better. You got to know there's a better one than the one you know. That's what I would like to say to me. Inspiring. Obvious lie. Obvious lie. Very good. Amen. Cheers. Cheers.